Welcome to another edition of TM3 Impact. I am super excited. From the moment I got to meet this amazing team, I was ready to have them on the podcast. Today, I have Amy and Aaron with Elbow Room. Welcome to the podcast, guys. Thank you so much for having us. Yes, yes. thank you. Well, here we go. We're going to dive right in because I want to know, tell me your San Antonio story. Y'all can decide who gets to go first. How did you come to live in this amazing city? Well, we moved here in 1988 and I was 10 and you were seven, seven. Okay. And it, our dad got a new job. So we just followed from the where? job from Dallas. Well, actually from Duncanville. It's I know Duncanville. You know, it's for everybody, you know, they're killing it, all the sports and everything. Yes. We were going to be Panthers and then yeah. we switched allegiances. <laughs> yes. And so we moved to San Antonio around, so that was around elementary. It was yeah. right after the big little. storm. Yeah. You know, there was that big. Like back when it didn't snow in Texas, eighty five um, around that time. No, I think no. it was you know eighty seven. Eighty seven. Okay, it. yeah, yeah, yeah. So we moved like right at the new year, right in the middle of the school year. Okay, yeah. And Excellent. then we both kind of came back. <laughs> we we moved yeah. away and came back after college. Yes. So so tell me about what what do you remember most about growing up in this amazing city? Mm. Well, we grew up in Hollywood Park, so um, it was back in the days of freedom when we took scooters and bought nachos for a dollar and candy and i'll tell you this amy <laughs> wanted to have her six-year-old birthday party at the alamo <laughs> i did i, I did. love that yeah. that is awesome <laughs> yes in the basement right with Wee herman oh, right oh, sure. you gotta have it there <laughs> yeah and when i was in high school my parents had this funny thing and they called it the wedge you couldn't i was not allowed to go west of i-10 north of 1604 south of 410 or east of 281 i mean kind of you know yeah here and there so it was like this very limited space but i was allowed to go downtown so if, as long as i parked in the river center mall parking, parking lot yeah i could go downtown just hang out and i love i mean yeah. to this day i love the river walk i think it's the most amazing thing about our city yeah you had so much fun in high school you ruined it for me <laughs> Is that what it was, Amy? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Maybe. I got a few more rules. That's, how, that's you know, it typically goes the opposite way. That too big, usually when you're younger, you don't get as many rules. You know, typically that goes the opposite way. You you had a lot of fun in high school. I, I No, I was kind of a goody two-shoes. Okay. Yeah. Amy just always told our parents what she was going to do. So it wasn't ah, like she was breaking a rule at all, you know? Yeah, I get that. Yeah, they I were, get that. I think, over it by the time. Yeah, they were all over it. <laughs> so now... Uh, obviously, I, I'm I cannot wait to talk about what you guys started. Right, mm -hmm. uh, two sisters come together. You create this company called Elbow Room. Yeah, and from the moment that I we talked, mm -hmm. I was just like, when, when I heard, well, actually, no, I got to back up because we were introduced mm -hmm. by um, Linda Rudd. Yes, Linda yes. Rudd introduced us, mm -hmm. and so from the moment she started talking, I, I said, I have to meet them. Like you have to set this up, and so we did, and we got a chance to meet. And I just, I've been talking to Christina about it. I've been telling other people about it. You guys got to come to our party up in yes, Austin. Yes, that was a so so really fun. great time. Thank so you. cool that you got Thank to come. You. So tell me just, what is the origin story, long version? How did Elbow Room, well, first of all, tell, tell everybody what it is and then how it started. Okay, so Elbow Room builds ADUs, micro houses, backyard offices, backyard pods, studios, studio sheds, um, that kind of, I mean, basically it's a flexible living space. Flexible living spaces. Mm -hmm. Love it. Yeah. And they're small. They're all 800 square feet or less. Okay. Perfect. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And then so, and then how did it come to be? Tell me that story. How did you get to this point? 
Well, really, Erin started it with uh, her husband, Pat. They were flipping houses. And then uh, when the pandemic hit, they kind of paused on buying more real estate, buying more properties. And uh, they were regrouping. And uh, Aaron and I just lived down the street from each other. And so we were, we were quote unquote, homeschooling our kids. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. During the crazy time. Yeah. So we had four kids between us and um, you were losing your mind. You asked Pat <laughs> to build you a little tiny kind of like a she shed in the backyard so you could like have all your art. Oh, and see, all you your didn't stuff. tell me this part. I didn't remember this part. I About, missed this. Oh, yeah. It was yeah. hand built in our backyard. And okay. I just kept telling him because I had all this art stuff around. I was taking uh, a construction class when it, I was in the construction school at UTSA. Okay. Long story, something about health insurance. And then I was like, <laughs> I'm going to be an art major. I don't know. It's just, I went back for a second degree. Okay. Sort of for all these odd reasons. But long story short, all this chalk and uh, charcoal and all this mess all around with four little kids just mm. all up in it. And then here's Pat and I trying to figure out what we're going to do. We're closing up some real estate stuff that we had. So it's literally, we're officing, we're working, we're educating all in one little space. Yeah. And I think Pat was going to lose his, he was going to lose his mind because yeah. of all the charcoal everywhere. Yeah. Yeah. yeah <laughs> and yeah, all yeah, the yeah. kids stuff. And I said, well, fine, go ahead. Build me a little she shed in the backyard. Okay. And he took it like challenge accepted. Let's go. And, and how long did it take him to build? Um, three or four months. Okay. Because he did it by hand during the pandemic. So he'd go, I mean, like he would go to Home Depot or Lowe's and, and to, you kept upping the ante. You were like, oh, now I need air conditioning. Yeah. And drywall. Yeah. And of course. And then a feature wall. Oh yeah. I wanted the feature wall. A home yeah. wall? A feature wall. So it's like, oh. um, when you like, kind of like how you have over there in your yeah. office, we're all like a cool little something to draw like your eye to. Up it. Or mm -hmm. Oh, okay, like a, desi a design, like a, like a designer design. touch. Got yeah, it. I was got all it, about it. that. Love it. And um, once we really got going, we decided what we were going to do. We named, uh, initially the name was Some Elbow Room. Oh, Some Elbow Room. Okay. But now it's Elbow Room. Yeah. Like we've made a very definitive change in our business. Yeah. Um, but well, and it was because I couldn't get the the website address of elbowroom.com oh, yeah gotcha. so i could i could get some elbowroom.com okay and then later when we got a little bit more <clears throat> got a little bit more balanced on our legs and ready to go and like launch a new brand that's when we switched over to elbow room and the brand is strong like i was telling aaron like uh amy i like, like your, your logo the website it's strong very strong branding um but i but but i i Tell me from from getting the shed built mm -hmm. in your backyard to going, how do I make this a business? That's a big transition. Yeah, I think a lot of people were envious of Erin's little extra structure that she <laughs> had in the backyard. So a lot of people are like, oh, man, I'd love that. Oh, I need a home office. I need a gym. Uh, and, that, you know, this was when everything was closed. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, you, you just pivoted right then and there. So I think like by, that was in March. Mm -hmm. Of 2020? Yeah. And so by August, you had started selling. Yeah. And well, and the way that we did it to make ourselves look a more, little more established, this is just a little trade secret, is that we were, we were flippers before. So yeah. we would take the house and we just completely renovate it. So that's what we did with the original elbow room. 
we completely changed all the siding off. Then we uh, repaint the inside. We put up a new feature wall. We put down a different kind of floor. I put in different staging stuff. So I did one like a classroom, one like an office, one like the a gym. A gym. Ah. And I got real creative with it too. Like this I, was all pictures for the website. Uh, oh, for sure. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. And like I ordered all this cool <laughs> European wooden gym equipment that's super cool. And uh, I, I mean, I don't even know if people realize that it was gym stuff because. Yeah. People don't use like exercise wall ladders, right? Um, right. But they make great cool. for b- vertical space. Yeah, and I had a good time with it. Yeah. So, yeah. so you start this idea of like, okay, people loved what you had, mm-hmm. and you're like, I'm gonna turn it into a business now. Um, obviously, you know, when I started Luxury Home Magazine and I started talking with agents, and right. when I very first started, it was. I was trying to create a desire for something that nobody at that time was really doing. Right. Mm-hmm. Right. Now you're kind of coming in this space when there's almost like a, a, a desire for people to have some kind of extra space. Yeah, for sure. So talk about that very first client that was like, I want one. Oh, geez. Talk about that first client. Well, there were a couple first clients that happened all kind of at once. And yeah. um, I won't say his last name, but our first client's name was Mark. Yeah. And he was wonderful. And um, we we didn't finish out his. We just kind of took what we could get. And so it wasn't finished out. I would love to go back and finish out Mark's yeah. elbow room in the back. And it was the same kind of thing. We just built it really slowly with yeah. a little crew kind of on our own. And it turned out beautiful. I think I still have pictures of it online yeah. somewhere. They're floating okay. around. I hand stained it myself. Like I was done. Like we don't stain things now. Not really. Yeah. Not really. Um, but I did it myself out with the little rag and all that stuff. Wow. One of the ones that we'd flipped and the... The original elbow room, I flipped it one time to have like all, yeah, the original one. I did all the hand staining. I'm really proud of that. (laughs) Yeah, you should be. That's a big deal. Yeah. That's a lot of work. You know, it's just figuring it out. That's a lot of work. Okay, so first, you know, as you're getting this thing going... Tell me, what are, what are you hearing from clients that when you sit down to sell, what do you hear? Like, what, is, what, is, what are they saying they need the most? Is it workout rooms? Is it a pool? Is it a casita? Well, what are right, you hearing most? Right now, it's all about granny pots. But when we first started, mm-hmm. people just wanted their own little private space. So our second customer, Paul, um, he, he lived out in Bulverde, I think. And he, the pictures that I have from that one is amazing because we could take them from behind the elbow room. And they had this incredible view of the hill country. It was just oh, amazing. Wow. And they had this whole big setup at their house and, you know, hot tub and big deck. But he wanted his own little space to do ceramics. Huh. Yeah. And so we, had, we put in like a 250 volt thing, all this stuff. And... Uh, he didn't actually end up doing this, the pottery in there. What he did was he became a, a, a ring producer. He like produced rings out of special wood. Oh, and wow. And he actually designed one for me. I went back and he made it for me. Wow. Yeah. That's super cool. And he cool. put a piece of copper from the, from the build yeah. embedded into the wood. I mean, he did some really neat stuff. That was stuff. really cool, yeah. Yeah. So we have a little video of him lurking out <laughs> in the, in, on the web somewhere. That's really cool. So really, the the I guess is this flex space is really whatever the client needs. It's literally whatever they could dream up, they can use it for. That's right. It's like one of our customers right now is doing a pool house, and they, a lot of people want to kind of use them for two different things: a pool house 
and an Airbnb. They want to oh. have a guest house and some place for their mom to come, uh, like watch the kids because yeah. they just need to get the kids out of the house. Uh, uh, yeah. I tell this one over and over and over again about the lady who called me and wanted to have an elbow room so her husband could have Dungeons and Dragons meetings. <laughs> I was like, you are amazing. That's so awesome. I, I wanna, love it. Yeah, I know. So he has his own Dungeons and Dragons layer. It, it's not something that ever happened. She still follows us on Instagram. Yeah. I'll see her like, you know, you kind of figure out who's really following you. Yeah, for sure. And she's one of the ones that pops up all the time. And I'm like, I know you. We talked on the phone. It didn't work out that, you know, it hasn't worked out yet. Not but yet. I really, really, really want to do that Dungeons Dungeon and oh, yeah. Dragons, you know. If you can make one look like a castle. Uh, <laughs> I mean, come on. Oh, I mean, you anything can, can be done. Anything yeah, can be done. That would be really, really cool. Yeah. Oh, so, so tell me... Um, what would you say you learned in the beginning? Like what, what were some of the big, like, holy crap. Like we, we should have known that. I think, I think I can speak to that. Cause that's when I joined. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, Aaron's holy crap moment is that she's a yes person. Yeah. yeah I'm right there with you. Yeah. yeah. I'm a yes. And person. I love it. I love it about her. She's, she's the person in the room. You want to be her friend. You see her and you're like that girl. Yeah. That girl's fun. Yeah. Okay. So I joined in early 2021. Yeah. Okay. When Aaron was preparing for the home and garden show. Oh, yes. Oh, yeah. So yes. tell that story. She was going to do, you, you guys had been building some elbow rooms. It was going pretty well. Your branding was like starting to really get on point. Yeah. And um, you had this concept where you wanted to have them like be very rapidly built like interlocking pieces, which right. is what we know now is like SIPs, yeah. which is, which is really cool. And you were working with some local people to kind of get these built really quickly. Modular construction. Yes. We've moved away from that now, but that's kind of what, but it's still, it's a was. cool concept. Yeah. And, um, you were going to build one on site in the Alamo dome in <laughs> like under five days. So that was really cool. And these challenge accepted. And these guys were like ready too. So I was like, wow, this is amazing. I can't believe you can do all this. And so I kind of start nosing in her business and, and looking at things. And this is where I'm very practical. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So by trade, I was an ICU nurse for kids. Ah, okay. Very type A. So I'm like, oh, wow, how are you going to do that? And she's telling me more about it. And then she gets very excited because you got a phone call and they offered you more space at the home I show. I was like, yes, let's do it. More space. Yes. Make it bigger. Yeah. Uh -huh. <laughs> oh, my goodness. So she's like, we're going to do two. Oh, my gosh. Okay. It gets worse. <laughs> you didn't tell me that. You didn't tell it's me you did worse. two. Oh, it's worse. Oh, my gosh. So then it's um, the week of and they say. Do you want another 20 feet? No. And she's like, No, Aaron, no. Yes. Hell yeah. <laughs> I do. Hell yeah. And I mean, I'm not officially oh. working for her yet. I'm just like, I've kind of <laughs> nibbling on it. Yeah. Looking at it, seeing what I could do. And I, I keep telling her, um, you're gonna, you're gonna have to hire me. Cause I just <laughs> really wanted to work with her. Yeah. Yeah. And so um, she's like, I think we could do a third. And I'm like, what? how are you going to do a third? And she's like, well, we've got one on a trailer. We could bring it in and we'll renovate it. And I'm like, I think, I, I think you little, shouldn't do that. I'm getting a little anxious no, right you're now. You're blending two years <laughs> together. I think you're blending one that we are one and you're two together. 
I don't think so. Yeah, because the first year we built them inside the Alamo Dome. That's the second my year. year is when we built it in on the trailer. Oh, you mean no, bring the pieces in correct. on the trailer? Yeah. No, I am correct. <laughs> I'm talking about the one that eventually went to the hairdresser. Oh, you okay. were going to bring that one in on a trailer. <gasps> oh, yeah. You, see, she okay. doesn't even remember because it's. She's yes. You have to block some of that out. Yeah. <laughs> it's like so bad. Compartmentalized. And it was, that uh, one was super cute. Way. And you were like, I think if we could bring that in and renovate that little one, we could have three in. Yeah. And I was like, I think that's too much. And then Pat, uh, Pat, your husband said, um, no, just no. <laughs> like he didn't, there was no conversation. It was just no. Yeah. So we're still doing two. And uh, I, I mean, I don't even know. There's, I don't even know how many There's people so worked on it. Twenty, story. thirty people working on this at different mm-hmm. times. I mean, and I went from from being a stay at home mom for quite a while to um, being in the Alamo Dome that entire week around the clock. Right. I mean, it was to the wow. point where we were like we were gift carding the Alamo Dome people stuff so that they would let us stay, <laughs> just stay overnight to finish. Yeah. Oh, for yeah. sure. I yeah. Mean, wow. Because we're we're still painting. I mean, we're. I mean, it was nuts. Yeah. And so. Um, yeah, so we you did do two, and we had a we have a friend that has a design company, and she yes. instead of doing a third, we kind of set up some patio display, and she got okay. somebody to bring in turf. Mm-hmm. And I think if we had been selling turf that year, <laughs> we, you'd have been we, millionaires. Oh, for sure. Everybody was like, "Oh, where'd you guys get this it was turf?" A lot, it was a hundred feet of turf, and we were like, "Who, wow. who cares about the turf? There's did two giant buildings." No, it was two- crazy. Yeah, I mean, it was, I mean, it was crazy. It was crazy. And they weren't totally done. They had like plexiglass in parts of them. Some of them didn't actually have a window. I mean, it was just a judgment from some of the hardcore construction guys uh, that came through. Yeah. 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 Now I'm looking back and I'm like, come on, come look at an elbow room now. But but I mean, we always said these were just like, um, we wanted people to have visual, wanted them to feel what that size was like. I mean, they Mm -hmm. were, they were, they were cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Yep. Yeah. It's hard to know what a small yeah. space actually feels like, it's true. even until like, you're in it. You know, I wouldn't even be able to tell you how big this is. Yeah. How big this room uh, is. Uh, maybe 400, like 20 by 20. I think it might be like 400. Does that sound about right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 Sounds about, about right. 400. Yeah, we can get a whole like house that. in here. No problem. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Which is wild to think about, right? That's yeah. pretty wild to think about. So what do you, what would you, well, I mean, in that time for you, Aaron, um, I remember you shared a little bit about that story, but what would you say, you, what did you learn from that process? Um, <clears throat> listen to the smarter people that are around you. Yeah. So, you know, bring in people that you really love and trust and yeah. that you, that know what they're doing and talking about and, and hear them. Okay. My biggest thing is that I'm a big dreamer, a big, like, I've got a whole big vision and I want to bring it into fulfillment. And then when it comes to the, the time to kind of wrap all the ends up, yeah. that's like not my thing. Yeah. Like I don't like all the details and the, the actual work. I like the big idea and getting started yeah. and getting people excited and let's, you know, become this elbow room. Yeah. Um, and so with along, along with that kind of energy, you need to have people put limits up for you and tell you yeah. like, you got to kind of know what your strengths and your weaknesses are. So that's my strength, yeah. big energy. Um, and my weakness though, com- that comes with that is like, you know, being practical, figuring out, is it really wise to build three tiny houses inside the Al- Alamo dome in three days? I don't think so. It's right. not a great idea. Right. You gotta, you know, sit down and listen to people who know you and have a good idea about how to 
execute things in a way that you didn't think about it. No, I love that. So it sounds like you two want, want so how soon after this did y'all finally say, okay, we're coming together to kind of like up level this. What from that point from the was it right after the Alamo show? Yeah. Home and Garden? Yeah. Yeah. I think it was just pretty natural. I mean, I don't you just never shook me off. Since I don't know if you ever <laughs> formally brought me on. I did move next door to you, so <laughs> Yes. It was no. just natural. Yeah, yeah it no, was just natural. I loved it. Yeah. I loved it. I absolutely loved um being part of it. I loved the concept. I loved the brand. Um I love working with my sister. So yeah. it was super fun. So fast forward. So now you're through that period. And what do you wish you would have known prior to starting? Like if you would have known this prior to starting, what do you think what that would be and how would it have helped you? I think everything that we know about construction now. Ah. Um, I started off with, here's the concept. Here's a brand that I want to build. It's complete the, completely the reverse of how you're supposed to start a business. Yeah. What you're supposed to start with is a really amazing product that's super high quality and not not that it wasn't then yeah but what we have now i would sell to my parents yeah i would sell to you know my best friend yeah. or a neighbor across the street like i i really feel like it is you know five star all the way i've just mm, we, we've totally completely nailed the the process and how to build one and putting those processes into place is a huge component of having a successful business so that everybody knows what's going to happen each and every time. When you're a small little couple that's doing this thing together, you've got, you feel like an octopus. You know, it's yeah. hard to know which way is up. Yep. So when you bring people in and you put those processes in place, um, the, the details of construction or whatever it is that your business is based on, uh, come into focus. Yeah. So, that makes sense. Yeah. But high quality yeah. really is what I would, I would focus on is just having an incredibly high quality product. You guys have done some amazing projects. Tell me about some of the cool projects, your favorite projects and what did they use it for? Uh, one of my favorites is a girl named Michelle in our neighborhood. And I love hers because she took us kind of to the next level. She did. Yeah. And so hers, she wanted stucco on the outside, which we hadn't done. And she wanted a very modern deck railing, very modern. Uh, she had a very specific design of how she wanted her deck yeah. to look. And it just, hers is just super sleek. And I feel like that kind of like let, as we built hers, we were like, we could do more of this. Yeah. We could do, we should keep going. And um, so many people respond to hers. Like a lot of people love hers. And hers is half yoga. And then is it a, it's an art studio or office? It's an art studio. Oh, wow. Which I'm super jealous about. Hers yeah. is cool. Because <laughs> that's she's what the original su really elbow sweet. room was supposed to be, a, ultimately an art studio. Yeah. And so she's kind of living my dream life. Yeah. Uh, doing yoga and, mm -hmm. and art all day. And it's and it, she's got a banging backyard. I mean, it's amazing. It's really cool. cool. I mean. Um, I've probably seen it. Is it off of uh, the Heights? Is it? It's no? in Waterford. Oh, okay. Yeah. No, I haven't seen it then. Yeah. That's cool. It's really cool. Hers is really pretty. Yeah. That's really, really cool. Okay. Tell me about another one. Okay. So we have a lady named Marguerite who built one that's a 12 by 16. Okay. That she lives in. Oh, get out. So this is like my dream. You know, okay. I wanted to live in a tiny little jewel box. Okay. I want to be a genie in a bottle. Yeah. And uh, just have everything all perfect <laughs> that I love all around me all the time. Yeah. And just be there. 
And that's what Marguerite has done. She has she put a little kitchenette, a bathroom on, on one half. And then on the other half is kind of where she hangs out and watches her grandkids and sleeps. She has a, a great big like chair bed. It like looks like a chair and then it pulls out into a twin size bed. It's wow. really, and so she sleeps there. It's really cool. She has her own space away from her, her family. Yeah. Um, but she can be, I mean, she is literally like, and that elbow room is like right up against the house. I mean, it's really, it's really close and it's in a tiny little backyard, but it's amazing. And just a wonderful lady who just was very passionate about being around her grandkids. Oh, mm-hmm. I love it. And she's really sweet. Yeah. I love it. I too. So, so in terms of, um, let, I've just walk me through a process. I'm a brand new client, and I say, "Look, I want, I want my wife has a space that she wants. She because she always wanted a she shed, and we were we actually thought about uh, before we did our pool. We actually thought about doing one in our backyard before we did our pool before we moved to, um, uh, from Majestic Oaks. So, to, like, they come to you, they say, "Hey, I've got this idea. Walk me through the process." <laughs> Usually they've been on our website a little bit. Mm-hmm. They've either found us on Instagram or they've heard about us from a friend or seen us in a magazine like Luxury Home Magazine, something like that. Or they've gotten a direct mail and then they'll go find us on the on the web and go through all of our stuff. And generally, when we once we talk to a customer, they really are pretty familiar with us. Mm-hmm. They've mm. seen a podcast or a video or saw us on SA Live, something like that. Mm-hmm. And they like sometimes they tell me more about myself than I <laughs> than I really know. Like yeah, the, these customers are our customers are very well researched. Okay, and know what they're looking for and getting into. Yeah. So yeah. that first interaction really is one that we don't that we don't actually have like physically. Yeah. Um, and then the next one would be a phone call. And then we do a site visit. So usually Pat will go out to the site, check it out, make sure. Um, it's feasible mm-hmm. uh, for as much as you can tell. And then if they if they like the process and they want to go forward, then we do a little service agreement. And it's just kind of like a, almost like a letter of intent to both work together. Uh, okay. And so then that, that kind of initiates a, a process where we begin all their selections. We go through their HOA if they have one. Mm. And then we'll do the big contract together, which is, I mean, it's, it's a lengthy 15 page something or other. <laughs> Very wordy contract um and then uh, they'll do their 30 percent down and that gets us going with a builder yeah. we'll grab our builder and we'll grab the permitting and as soon as the permit comes in if it has to have a permit right. and then we're ready to roll like usually within a couple of weeks once the permit is yeah most of the time there is a permit because the trend has been that people want to use them as an actual living space not just yeah. a living room mm-hmm. but a living space a place to just you know, cook to hang out you know, all the things. Right. And once you kind of put in plumbing, you're in permitting yep. bill. And the thing that that's one thing that makes elbow room really special is that we take care of all of that. It's included that. in our price. We go through, jump all the hurdles and, uh, resubmit hope like, hopefully we don't have to, but sometimes we have to resubmit a, a permit. And it well, depending be, on where you are, there's almost always some modification we have to make yeah especially in austin so we tweak it a little bit right here and there and um but i think the really fun part is going through the selections process yeah for me i'm all yeah. about it and that's why we have the trailer so the second yes. year that we went to the alamo dome or the home and garden show we brought in a trailer okay that already had an elbow room on it okay so 
it's like a we were not going to panic yeah 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 yeah. like yeah, we yeah. did the first year <laughs> no, more, no more plexiglass windows no more <laughs> no more freaking out right but here here's the the lesson we learned on that is um even though the alamo dome is really really tall yeah um there's a tunnel you go through. Oh my goodness. <laughs> yeah. She told me that story. <laughs> yeah. And it's something like 14 feet, four inches or something like this. Oh, okay. Yeah. I mean, and it's non-negotiable. It's a firm, it's a firm limit. Yeah. So yeah, that we almost, how flat were the tires that, I mean, were they all the way, all the way all flat, all the way flat. All the, I, think, <laughs> I mean, I can see there's, I get every time we go back there, it doesn't matter what we went for Elton John and I get chills. I'm like, Oh, oh, that's oh we're here again. Oh. I mean, it just, yeah. I'm like, not okay. If every I even approach the Alamo dome, I feel like my stress is so high. I'm not okay. Yeah, from the first year, all I feel, all I see is like gallons of spilled paint. Oh yeah. I mean, we had a five gallon drum of spilled paint behind a curtain. Oh wow. It was, I, mean, I mean, it was, if people yeah. knew, yeah, if they knew, yeah. yeah, we had to let it dry so we could peel it up. But the, the next year we came in with this trailer, which we now use as our design center Yes, where our customers can come meet us, see all the mm-hmm. different things that they can put on it. Yeah. Cause the process of having an elbow room, the point of an elbow room is not just that we go in and build it. We yeah. make it quick and easy yeah. and affordable with a custom feel. Ah, so, see, that's what everybody wants. Yeah, it feels very like personalized and customized, but we have a way of doing things yeah. mm-hmm. and to make, you know, basically to bring the cost down yeah. when your crew knows how and to build your timeline. it. Yeah, and your timeline. So, um, you know, we've, like I said, Amy's just made us so much more efficient and getting yeah. things down. Well, the good news is we made it in the Alamo Dome and we made it out. Ah, yes. So, and um, nothing was broken. See how she no, keeps there was, <laughs> there was a little bit broken. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I have video uh, of driving it to where we have it now. Yeah. And it's just swaying back and forth. I mean, I'm I'm riding behind Pat and Pat is pulling this behind our truck. It, this is another ignorance is bliss thing cuz I said, "All right, I'm going to I'm going to drive the path that you're going to drive and I'm going to check the height of every overpass. I'm going to write it down. I'm going to double yeah. check you can go under these stoplights." Yeah. And he's like, "No. I'm just going to go." Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just going to trust. I was gonna, I mean, but I mean, here's the thing. Oh, the funny my thing goodness. is, is we've actually, it was so stressful. It was so funny that he said that too because we had just seen a tiny home that had gone underneath an overpass and, yet, and, and had sheared the, whole, the roof off. And sheared the roof off. We were oh, like, oh my gosh. Yeah. Wow. Like, who, what did you day. do to deserve that? That's a bad that day. Be a bad day. That's yeah. a very bad now, day. Now, Amy, uh, Talk a little bit about your, I mean, the background with an ICU nurse and and the the skills and techniques that you use. Talk about how you're bringing that in from a prostate standpoint. Like, how did you use what you, you know, had been doing into what you do now? I I think the thing that I took away from nursing and apply are two things. Um, The first is triage. So, (laughs) so when it's, you're, you know, you need multiple buildings in an Alamo Dome in five days. I'm like, okay, okay, this is, here's where we're going to start. This idea can survive. This idea cannot. And then it's just like, from there, I just go through this like mental checklist and I get real, a little bit rowdy mm-hmm. while being very calm. It's mm-hmm. like very efficient. It's like, you will do Home Depot. <laughs> you will build, you will find the crew. Yeah. Like it's super... Yeah. She just this goes into boss mode. Yeah. yeah. Yep. So that, 
and I try I try to keep that girl kind of kind of put away until we need her until we need her and we need her less and less which has really been a blessing because like we've had a lot less crises right as time went on well I mean people don't realize how much goes into construction right you know there's just so many little steps well, all we've, along the we've way we've literally lost two builders like mm. they've passed away Oh and gosh. that like yeah. her, like it was terribly upsetting this terrible loss it was terrible for the crews yeah and um you know some families are really understanding and some families are like okay but i need this construction out of my backyard which i mean it's a lot yeah so um you know th- those have been like really hard times yeah so because you, you want to put the right builder in their backyard yes you don't sure. want to you can't just grab anybody So, and you have to find that person who's willing to pick up where someone else left off. So those have been really difficult times and unexpected in every way. And emotional because we feel very attached to the people that we work with that are our builders. And we we do a very good job of vetting them. So when things like... It's a loss in every way. Yes, it's a loss in every way. Mm -hmm. But we still need to deliver. Yeah, you still um, have a product that people want. Mm-hmm. Yeah, still yeah. have like, you know, what we're promising, which is an amazing structure that they're going to love forever. Um, and, I, and the second thing I took away is, um, you know, as a nurse, you give a report twice a day at least. So um, this is where I kind of like, this is kind of how we run our weekly meetings. It's like, give me the report. What do I need to know? Tell it to me quickly. Everybody needs to have these facts. Mm-hmm. You know, we have to have these same facts all day long. Yeah. So that's good. That's kind of where I come from. That's really good. Nursing. And that, and bridging that that's too. And what did you do before you were doing the flipping? Right. Well, I flip. I've had so many jobs. Yeah. I've worked for General Mills, Nessie Perina. Um, On the sales food side. Service. What did you do? Or I did branding? a lot of sales. Sales. OK. Sales, sales, sales. Yeah. yeah. Aaron and has a business degree from UT. Yeah. So she first did that. Ah, yeah. OK. Yeah. So. <laughs> And I love sales. I'm all about it. I it, I find it very exciting. Yeah. Um, to, like I like that customer engagement and all mm-hmm. that. But um, my husband's the one who really has a gift for it. And the other thing that I did was teaching. I kind of would, I'd work a little bit and then I'd move and then I'd teach and I'd do that for a little while and then I'd move again and go back. And that's how I had all these little different spaces that I lived in from mm-hmm. kind of jumping around from one place to the other. Yeah. Uh, this is finally something that really got my attention. That's cool. <laughs> but I did teach for 12 years. You, uh, like a uh, elementary or what, yeah. high, what grade level? Uh, second, third, fourth, fifth. And then I did four year, two years of each of those and then four years in pre-K, which was my favorite. Like if I see a four-year-old, I'm like, oh my God, I love you. Yeah. I, you. <laughs> I, so, I, you don't, I don't think you know, but I was a teacher. Were you really? I was a teacher. I taught third, fourth, and fifth, and I did one year, sixth grade. Wow. Oh For 11 years. What was your district? Uh, Northeast. <gasps> I was at Northeast. When was that? That's yeah. Awesome. So I started, I graduated in 99 from UTSA. Uh-huh. Um, and then I got my first teaching job in 99. Uh, so I got married in 99, and then I got my job in December of 99. So wow. mid-year, I got my first job because I graduated in December. And so I started in so to, that 2000 year I was a third grade. They, they called me a, uh, a a team teacher. Oh yeah, yeah. So they they paired me with another uh, teacher, and I was her you know assistant to, uh, a teacher throughout the whole year. Uh, never forget uh, Vanessa Morelli. If she if you're listening to this podcast, thank you. <laughs> Vanessa was amazing. I mean, she taught me so much about how to teach kids. I was at Camelot Elementary. Oh, were oh, you really? Yep. That's Hardy Oak's sister. Yep. Yeah. yeah. 
Yep. I was at CERN on my last four years. CERN? Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 Yes. So I, I love the house system at Camelot. That is the funnest thing. The Which one? They have that whole um, the house system. It must be new. How long have they had it? I don't know. Um, but it's a little bit like Harry Potter, where yeah. like they have these four <gasps> oh, houses cool. and like. Uh, that's new. It's cool. Yeah. It's really cool. Yeah. There's always some cool teacher that has an awesome idea mm-hmm. and they figure out how to do it and get everybody on board. And I'm like, oh, mm-hmm. I love those people. Yeah. we. So the, the, at, when I was there, I, t- I went to fifth grade was kind of my final landing spot. I was out in the portables and we would do this was back. So this would have had to have been 2005, six. I did a yearbook video. Oh, wow. On VHS. <laughs> <laughs> Now you're talking. We're speaking the same uh, thing. Come on. So <laughs> I did. No, maybe it was even sooner. It was maybe 2003. I still have kids that will call me and ask me, do you know where, do you have a tape? I don't have the tape. <laughs> I don't know where it is. I have no idea. But there are, no, there are other kids that have it. And then we graduated to DVD later. I think in like 2006 or seven. I think we finally got DVD because I had a I had an Apple computer that could burn DVDs. Oh, but yeah. before that, it was on VHS. And I actually ran into the, uh, the NEISD, the guy at, at the campus who trained me on how to do dubs of a duplicates of one vhs so you'd stick the one vhs in i don't know if you know how you would have to record back then but you'd have to put all your tapes in and then hit record and then wait oh i mean that's too complicated for me i I remember all that you'd have the one and then the next and no, no, no. I, mean, I could do 10 at a time. That's and Northeast, crazy. Northeast had a little thing where you could do 10 at a time. And we sold 100 We made $1,000. I sold from 10 bucks, And all the money went to the school. They That's used awesome. it for whatever. But I loved, I loved teaching. I absolutely loved it. It was so much fun. Teachers get it done. Yeah. I have yeah. very Doers. mixed feelings about teaching. Yeah. But the one thing I really did love was the kids. Oh, yeah. And from my first year of teaching, I kept a couple of things. Kept my best friend that I team taught with. Yeah. The um, one that went to Oprah. Yeah, I went to Oprah. And um, and I picked up another best friend later at another school. Yeah. She also went to Oprah. Yeah. But, you know, we've hung out. So, yeah. um, <laughs> and then I still keep up with some of my students. Yes. Um, especially from that first year. Yeah. And I mean, they're all adults and having kids now. I'm like, gosh darn, I'm old. Mm-hmm. I am really old. I'm going to sell one of them an elbow room one of these days. Oh, yeah. They're going <laughs> to buy one. Absolutely. Absolutely. So what is the best way for people to reach out to you guys? How can they reach out to you? Um, if they really want to fast track it, they'd call 210-854-4023 and ask for Pat. Okay. And um, that's really the fastest way to talk to one of us. Okay. And then the other way is to explore our website at yeah. elbowroom.com. You know, we'd like to keep that real simple. Elbowroom.com. It's so good. And I don't, um, I, we were going to have him pull it up here, but we won't do that. But I want to make sure that people see it. So we're going to, you know, it's powerful. I think what you guys did with the website is amazing. Thank you. And I would imagine your retention has to be super high on your website. Have you ever timed like your average visit? Oh yeah. Yeah. It's it, gotta be high. It is pretty high. I mean, I don't, I don't know what is super high, but I mean, four or five minutes up to 20. It's just, which it's is pretty, insane. I mean, that's pretty, I th- it's fun to play on. Yeah. It, it, even it my fun. kids will sometimes like my littlest one will say, can I go on there and make a house? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah absolutely. Yeah. Because we have the, con- the configurator on there as yep. well. So, which is, uh, tech speak for a program where you can 
build make, out your little house, build your little change house. your size, change it all out. We have mm-hmm. other, um, other models that we offer other than the one that's on the configurator, mm-hmm. but people keep going back to the Linda. Oh, that's how we got our, that's how you we, say oh, yes. oh. we didn't even say that part. Yeah. yeah. Say it, say so, that story. That's a good so story. I forgot about that. So Linda, that's, we name all of our buildings. And are each one of the models. The plans. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yep. So the original plan is named after Linda. She's one of our very first customers, like probably first five or so. Um, And she was a very demanding customer. She like knew exactly what she wanted and she had impeccable taste. She did. I mean, it was great taste. And she came up with this idea for these little Like a slatted corners. Like it's. We've learned it's called cladding, uh-huh. and that was her. That was her look. That's what she wanted, and she wanted a very on the outside or the inside. On the outside, on the outside. these okay. two corners that had yeah. this like one-inch cladding, and it looks super good. Yeah. yeah, and we learned a lot from Linda too because it. So much of it is about really knowing and understanding your customer and mm. um, meeting and having expectations for them and them for us. Yeah. Um, so. And that's kind of, you know, that yeah. mutual relationship that so you build. Then you came out with a second model and we didn't know what to name it. <laughs> and we were playing around with all these names and I was like, well, it should go with Linda. It should go with Linda. And then I said, um, wasn't that Wonder Woman's name was Linda? And you were like, yeah, Linda Carter. And I was like, boom, Carter. Yeah. And so that's our little, um, yeah. little nod to Wonder Woman. I love it. And then we have the Jane, which originally was named for our mother. It's uh-huh. our middle name. Oh. and my niece's middle name. But we were like, huh, we need one that's kind of like a shout out to the city of Austin. Okay. Uh, let's do one, you know, like this pod look. You know, pods are cool. very popular in yeah. Austin. Very popular in Austin. So we're like, let's do the Austin. The Austin. But we decided to change it like Jane Austin. So we okay. changed the I to an E because uh. she's like the ultimate, you know, feminist. feminist. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Very cool. Yeah. Very cool. Yeah. So they can go to elbowroom.com. Yes. Is it, they can go there and they can, like I said, like you were just talking about, they can completely configure, mm-hmm. pick a plan and then configure. I mean, you could change lighting. You could change everything yeah. with it. And the other way that's really great to kind of just, if you want to get to know who our company is and see what it is that we do from a day-to-day basis would be Instagram. You guys and, have a good and Instagram. Facebook, and yeah. Facebook. But like our Instagram It has so many little video clips and people talking and probably like this little clips of this podcast will show up on there. No, for sure. It's a great way to get to know the brand. Yeah, for sure. Well, that's I love that. Now, in terms of like, you know, growing as a company, do you guys are there anything that you've read that you were like, oh, my gosh, if you're a business owner, you got to read this book. This really helped us. Like, what have you done to up level each other as a as an organization? Ooh, that's a good question. You go. <laughs> um, okay, well, um, I think th- the thing that I really want to do is I have loved Aaron and I being in a company that runs construction. Now, we don't physically, Aaron and I aren't usually the ones out there building, although we go out, we check things out, we do little things on them all the time. But I, I have loved that we're two women who are running this construction company and and designing it and the more I say that the more it comes to me in different like I I was listening to another podcast that Jen Hatmaker and she had on this woman who's running a nonprofit for young girls and she's teaching them how to do construction but I mean this is more like you know hey you want to weld you want to you want to they're they're not just doing birdhouses I mean they're like 
big projects and right. these girls are so capable and there's all these you know interesting things as you think about what happens when women enter in architecture in design in engineering in construction and they bring a completely different side of it yeah that you just haven't seen um enough of and um i for me that's what i there's um there's a little place in bernie um it's not girls, girls with garage. Girl, girls with grit, maybe. Girls with grit. And oh. I want to get involved with them too because again, they they offer these camps. They even they even teach adult women like, hey, you want to um, change out your engine on your car? Let's mm. do that. I mean, they do everything, and um, I I just feel like that for me, that's kind of the way that I want to round us out. Is like I I want to find that woman general contractor that's running things and. Um, I, I think about this on a daily basis in my laundry room because the way you open my dryer, it's it's like a magnet for someone wanting to enter my home through my garage. And these, and it just hits. I, I mean, <laughs> and I'm just like, God, whoever designed this yeah. didn't think about this. And then my microwave is like above my double oven and I'm, I, you know, I can't ever see in it. Yeah. And, and you know, I'm average height. So I'm just like, man. Who designed this? Yeah. And, you know, there's just some things that, like, lack a woman's touch. And mm -hmm. so, um, yeah. you know, so I'm kind of, I, I kind of, I want to see us do, keep going bigger and bigger into, you know, bringing more, more um, faces into construction. I love it. Yeah. And I just read, uh, or I started to read a book about Southwest Airlines and their company culture. Okay. I'm all about the company culture mm -hmm. and having, you know, this, a very positive attitude and, you know, visualize what it is that you, where you want to go mm -hmm. and how to um, put action behind it so that you actually get there. Mm. And I think you know, I'm just starting to dive into this book a little bit. I, yeah. I think, I, I, don't, I can't remember the name of it. It's like Go Fish. Or this, this is so typical for you and me. Like we have all these great quotes and things and then we're both like, I have no idea where I read that. Yeah. That's all right. I read it on know. some podcast yeah. or saw it on Barnes and Noble. <laughs> yeah. I love it. Yeah. That's that's okay. Yeah. I, I think um, you know, personal growth, like, you know, like a retreat, like an Oprah retreat. Like when you told me that, I was I literally thought about my wife. I was telling her, my wife had every Oprah magazine. Mm. And I when I say everyone, we had them all. All in bins perfectly curated, perfectly protected. It's awesome. But after like a second move, I was like, you have to get rid of them. <laughs> like Mary, you know, Marie Kondo, you know, the, yeah. if it sparks joy, right? But it, it sparks it, joy it, though. They were not sparking joy anymore. <laughs> <laughs> you know how heavy that box was with those magazines? Yeah, but you went from like <gasps> all the amazing design and like the high end and luxury that Oprah kind of taps into yeah and now you have luxury home magazine no, that's true yeah. that's true so, that's and, true you know she yeah. kept all these magazines right yeah. like how cool was that yeah yeah you know, i mean like, we had i think we had them all the way up into the house that we moved in in the heights i think it, that's when we finally we had to get rid of them. i mean you kind of wonder like where did yeah. she come up with this idea that we should have a magazine I probably because she had like to do with it. every single one yeah. of oprah's magazine you know? i do that's i really do cool. i think that had something to do with it um but uh yeah, I just I'm a big believer in personal growth and reading and, and getting 
own getting business owners not just to read but to read with just like okay how can we grow in this area and then find a book that could help you you know what i mean how can we grow in that area and then find a book or podcasts like you're talking about right like what podcasts oh, you know how i built this oh here i come i want to be on that so bad which one how i built this with oh, guy how Raz. i built this yes um, i know we're talking about having big dreams and you got to have a way to measure them and it can't always be about numbers yes uh, you're looking at me like please why did you say that's like, a good no, one. Not. No, I'm just like, oh, you and I could talk podcasts for like days. Oh, yeah. We're yeah. both really big into podcasts. What's your favorite? Um, the the what Jonathan. Category? The, the, you know, I'm talking about the, the guy, Jonathan, and he's, is it? Hold on. Give me a second. Yeah, I okay. have to think of it. Yeah. You love the um, uh, S-Town. I love it. Oh, is that local? Is no, that local? it's like no? one of the binge ones. Okay. Um, and what's his name? Brian something or another. Yeah. Well, see, we're terrible. See, we're doing it again. That's all right. Yeah. <laughs> we're mm-hmm. like the non-expert experts and, uh, you know, all that stuff. But, uh, oh, I do love armchair expert. Armchair. armchair okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's Stack yeah. Shepard. Yeah. yeah. It's really good. What else? Oh, I'm big into counterclock right now. Crime junkie. Freakonomics, mm. Hidden Brain, like yeah. I'm on all of those things all the time. Yeah, I just can't. Freakonomics. That when that book came out, I was teaching. I think I was like teaching fifth graders, and I remember that book was like fascinating. It it's is a good book. Great it's, book. Um, it's wild. Yeah, I would imagine a podcast has to be even like better. They have a podcast on that now. Oh is that yeah, a podcast? that's good. Hundreds of episodes. Uh-huh. Wow. And, and it kind of reminds me of Hidden Brain. Like the hidden sign of everything. Yes. That's kind of, you know. Um, the Hidden Brain was a book, wasn't it? Wasn't I don't know. A book called The Hidden Brain? Keep going. Keep but going. The guy who hosted is yeah. really interesting. He has a lot of cool insights. Yeah. Um, I love business podcasts. I though. listen to yeah. um, This American Life oh, yeah, all the yeah, time. Yeah. Yeah. I think I'm like 400 episodes in. <laughs> they have 400 episodes? Oh, no. They've had like seven or 800. He's been wow. around since 2000 doing it. I did it's not so realize good. that. Yeah. That's really, really cool. That's really cool. Now, obviously, uh, you know, as 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 women owners, I'm again super pumped. What would you say is your superpowers? You know what I mean? That the superpower that you bring to the table, because look, I'm married. I've been married 23 years. My wife is a superhero. Okay. She's Aww. got superpowers, right? She's got the power of vision, the power of of that internal gut feeling like you can't work with that person. You know what I mean? Like she's got those superpowers. What are your superpowers? Um, I always, I always tell Aaron, um, it's probably like my best and worst quality is like, I'm always going to have an opinion. Yes. It's just, um, I'm always willing to change it. So I think like, that's that's, a superpower. That's kind of, it's gone along with elbow room really well. And when we, we got our like phrases, of it, of thinking of elbow room as a flexible living space. I'm like, that's, that's our company. We're, we're flexible. And yeah. like, that's, that's kind of what we've done is like, we just continue to pivot to whatever, whatever the calls are that we're getting of like, mm, we really got to transition to more, you know, um, full-time living ones where, cause we have so many grandparents that want to live in them. And, and I think that's kind of my thing is like, um, I, I feel strongly, but I, I'm, I'm, getting better and changing. Changeable. Yeah. yeah. I think my superpower is um, running a business with my sister while living next door. Mm. I think that, I mean, mm-hmm. it takes a special person to be that 
enmeshed and embedded with another Mm -hmm. and we do so much together Mm -hmm. um and i think it really energizes our business and takes takes it to another level uh people really like hearing our our story um but there's a lot of work that goes behind the scenes Mm -hmm. hours and hours of conversation lots and lots of throwing around ideas um figuring out how to solve problems together all the little things when we were little girls and growing up in san antonio and playing in the creeks and um Mm -hmm. behind mustang circle and it in hollywood park like you know all those those little things that we worked out when we were kids Mm -hmm. because i I was not Lead always a foundation. The, yeah, they did. I was not always the greatest big sister. Yeah. I'm like, you know, I pushed her around a little bit. Oh, but yeah. It's, you know, you figure out how to work through conflict. And I would say that's kind of, that would be my superpower is being able to work through conflict. I love that. Like whether it's with, you know, wh- whatever the problem is, kind of looking at it from a bunch of different ways and figuring we'll figure it out. out. We'll figure, figure it out. Figure it out. I love it. Did you ever think, I mean, if you were to go back to your like, you know, college self that you would be living next door to your sister, working and building a company together like Elbow Room. No, no. <laughs> Isn't that cool? It's really cool. That's really cool. Because yeah. yeah. how many people can say that they have been able to build something and then have their family along with them along the journey to build it together? You know, we hear that kind of thing a lot. Like, man, I, I can't believe you do that. And sometimes we're like, man, I can't believe we get to do this. Yes. And um, I don't, I think you just have to work really hard to make that happen. You know, it just, yeah, you have to really, it was like a lot of like really wanting that to be. So yeah, I think we're, we're lucky that it worked out, but also we both really wanted it. So we just keep. Yeah. And we work on it all the time, all the time, all of the time. Yeah. This, it, and you have to, right? It's not mm-hmm. going to be just, oh, it's going to be perfect. It's never, no, it's not going to be perfect. I tell it to my son all the time. It's like, look, we we don't expect perfection. Right. You know, because like, I can't be perfect. You can't be perfect, right? But the good thing is, is that the fact that you, you're at this point, you've got this company, you're working together, and you're figuring out each and every day of how to work together as family. It's, I love it. I think it's a great story, and I see amazing things to come as you you guys can continue to work together. Yeah, I'm excited you. to see the journey. Yeah, thank you. Thank you. We're so, thrilled to be doing it. Yeah. So, I mean, we're working together in five different capacities. Okay, yeah, it's young. Yeah, we're sisters. That's yeah. one capacity. Yeah. Best friends, another. Neighbors. Yeah. Um, that's another. What I, Oh, we run a business together. Yeah. And then also... Uh, we're parenting. Go, we're godchildren, or godparents. Mm-hmm. The parenting. Oh, wow. We, we parent together. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So... It's uh, a lot. It's a lot of different ways to interact with like another person. So yes, it it's really cool. But it's, it's really beautiful fun. at the same time <laughs> yeah, no, because really every awesome. I guarantee you, everybody, if if they you know if they really sat down and thought about it, would want to have the connection, regardless of you know. Oh, I don't my you know my brother drives me crazy or my sister. I've got I've got a I've got a my sister is crazy. <laughs> Keisha, you're crazy. All right. <laughs> But I would love to have my sister around more right. and be around and be around with what we're doing. Everybody would love that. Yeah. I think that's the whole concept of elbow room Yeah, is that you just really do have what you love around you. Mm-hmm. Like you are really completely enveloped in love. And I think that's kind of what we've tried to do as sisters mm-hmm. um, by living so close to each other and being so involved in each other's lives, but uh, is to bring that to a reality for other people. 
And on that, that will be a massive micro content right there. That was awesome. Aaron and Amy, thank you so much for being on TM3 Podcast. I really appreciate your time, and I can't wait for this to air. Thank, thank you, you so much for having us. Yes. It's super really, fun. This is really fun. Awesome. You guys have a great day. Thank, thank you. you. Too.